This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by... Video Games Monthly. You may have heard us talk about this one, but you have to check out Video Games Monthly. They're a monthly subscription service that delivers retro video games right to your door, and you never have to send them back. VGM is a must for gamers who love retro video games and are trying to build or rebuild their collection. Every month they send out a variety of games, both well-known retro favorites to the unique ones, to make sure you consistently get a well-rounded gaming experience. Video Games Monthly offers boxes of 3, 4, or even 10 games for any combination of NES, SNES, Nintendo 64, Sega Genesis, and both Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Take a look at their website at www.videogamesmonthly.com to sign up for your monthly variety of retro video games. And remember to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Johnny Womack and I got Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey, and of course we got third member Brandy Womack. Yay! Yay! And of course we are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And of course every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the Deuce Salute. Yes, sir. Rock and roll, baby. <sighs> That's what I'm talking about. PBR. Yeah, I gotta yeah. keep it classy. Since we're talking about our favorite show. Of course, this is the part two of the Supernatural Super Show, uh, as we like to call it. And, of course, <laughs> we're joined by our, our amazing friends, Michael and Elaine Carey. Welcome back to the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, guys. Hey. And uh, you guys are very talented, and you guys have got things going on in your world. Uh, anything you guys want to tell us? Oh, yeah. Um for a living, I actually work as an artist. So we've got, um, I work on paintings and uh, I also do graphic design and things of that nature, which you can all find at my uh, Facebook, uh, which is Michael Carey Art. Um, and you'll, you can just search Facebook and you'll get that. But uh, if you look spell at michaelcarey.art, you also get it. So How you spell uh, it? Uh, Michael. Okay. Well, I? we know, but the people at home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, so you got Michael and Carrie is C A R E Y. It doesn't have the two R's like uh, Jim Carrey there. So um, yeah, that's you know, more like Mariah Carey. More like Mariah Carey. There you there go. go. You've said that before, haven't you? Yeah. So you know, and um, and Elaine here, uh, she does uh, with me. We do costumes and props. Uh, we've done all kinds of stuff. Uh, we've actually won contests like in 2005, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, we won five grand at Universal for uh, her uh, the Halloween costume contest. Nice. Best original pirate. It was it's the it's the first annual costume contest and only and annual contest apparently. <laughs> uh, they never done it again. So I, thought I think were... five grand was a little bit much for Universal <laughs> to give away. <laughs> they exhausted their funds apparently. Uh, but yeah, we did that. That was a lot of fun. Um, we also and... did Dragon Con. Yeah, we yeah we did. Dragon and uh, we won at uh, MegaCon for the kids division yeah. um, for the costumes. That was uh, the year that you saw Link and Zelda and, and Navi. Uh, Navi up there on stage. That was That's us. Awesome. Um, so You can see some of my work at uh, facebook.com forward slash uh, Fashion, And that's spelled G-E-M-I-R-U-S-F-A-S-H-I-O-N. That's Gemirus Fashion. Awesome. You can awesome. see some of my work there. I only, I really love to do costumes. 
but I can do normal clothes and other stuff like that too. Um, and now with the kids, basically, we're living our costumes through them mainly and showing them not to be afraid of the stage. And they love it. They're hams. Oh, and awesome. I mean, they, I have a daughter and I have two god kids. So they're usually involved in everything we do. So we we'll always look up characters that come in threes. Yeah. Yeah. And let, let me just say, I, I, I feel like, you know, your eyes are over there, but my eyes are in between the two of you because I've been staring at this uh, piece behind you guys. Tell us about that. Uh, this is a supernatural painting I did just for your show here at the Happy Hour because I'm such a devoted fan <laughs> of this podcast, and I'm not lying. I actually listen to it every. I mean, the moment it gets posted, I actually listen. Actually, I message you, Johnny, and tell you, "Is it going up yet? Is it up yet? <laughs> is it up yet?" So, That's true. That's awesome. Um, I do that, and uh, but anyways, I I made this painting specifically for this uh, podcast, being excited um, that we're all supernatural fans. Um, that's Sam and Dean. And, uh, and this particular uh, vision that I had was uh, thanks to Elaine. She's like, you know, you should do a painting of them when you're looking at them through the trunk. I know it sounds weird, but you should have it, like, you know, because they're always doing They've business out of the trunk. They've had plenty of people right? in the trunk of their car. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know? And she's like, they, need, they always do their business in the back of the trunk. So uh, when I, you know, I have the scene here where Dean is getting ready to, shut the lid of the trunk and he's got that face of we got work to do you know and I they're both it. holding well sam is actually holding machete and uh dean is holding a sh the little half sawn off shotgun of his and um and i even did a little contemporary work with uh blood dripping up into the sky and you can see the road in the background there where it's kind of the, the the reference there that they're always on the road and um, they've always has a journey ahead of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I just, it was just something that I felt passionate about doing, which is pretty much true to all my work. It, that's why there's a Charizard right next to it. Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, I kind of, I just move on to pretty much anything I feel inspired to do. Oh, wow. Um, most, mostly that's pop culture amazing. Stuff. Thank you. Thanks. Um, and I will be at Ignition Inc. in January. Uh, yeah. Thanks to Josh Bauer for that. Um, he's the one that called me out and was like, you need to be here. And so um, I'll definitely Good, be there. because that was going to be my next question. I said, brother, if you don't have that supernatural painting at Ignition Inc., like you're you're missing out oh, on yeah. making some bank, man. Because I can tell you it's right now, there's multiple people, I think at least three in this room, that want to buy a copy of that. I definitely want to buy a copy of that to put up in the house. So. There will be because I, that, when I was saying that I work as an artist, I'm not kidding. I mean, I build yeah. frames, I do prints, <laughs> and so on and so forth. So there will be prints available as well as framing available if you wanted wow. uh, for the print. So it, it'll awesome. be it'll be the real deal. Well, that's what's up, man. So we're very excited. So thank you guys again for joining us. So we're very of excited. Course. You guys. Thank you. Love Thank Supernatural. You. We love Supernatural. We're all fanboying and fangirling about this. And uh, we left off at season five. Now we're at season six. Yeah, this is season when it six. started to get off the rails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. This is where I fell off a little bit. Season six and season seven were, especially season six. I mean, like I said, it, we said this in the last episode that Kripke never planned for there to be more than five seasons. So. You know, they answered the fans and did another season, but it kind of felt like it was a bit of a scramble because they didn't know what they were going to do. They didn't have a plan for their for uh, where they were going to go with it. Yeah, and I, I think they kind of jumped all over. And it was actually, and not to skip ahead too much, 
like season six, the ratings did so bad. I think they were on like Tuesday or Wednesday night. After that, season seven and season eight, they moved to Friday nights, and it was like Friday nights at nine o'clock. So like you had to be a pretty, uh, you know, a savvy fan to know it was on at Friday nights. Because I remember at the time I was dating somebody, and I made her DVR Supernatural because I come and spend the weekend at her house. And I'm like, look. <laughs> I've got to watch Supernatural, so you got to record it Friday night, so Saturday morning I can watch it, and then we'll go do whatever you want. But, like, I'm not missing Supernatural for you, so, like, so we had to, like, I set had to, the boundaries, dude. Yeah, set I, I set my boundaries pretty, uh, pretty tight. I'm like, look, you know, you got to tape Supernatural on your DVR for me so I can watch it, because I remember it was season seven and season eight, which they called season great, which I agree eight with. Eight was fantastic. Yeah, eight was fantastic. Um. And I think before we really dive deep into it, part of the problem was, too, is, like, season six, seven, and eight, they didn't have any kind of a long-term contract. They were just going year to year. So they were mm -hmm. like, let's just write a one-season story arc, and if that's where the season ends, yeah. that's where it ends, and yeah. we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, because at that point, in my opinion, I think they were doing it for the fans, but they were also doing it for – uh, uh, the replay money because you know once you hit 100 episodes you're in a repeat land so that means you know uh, places like TNT and other places syndication syndication yeah you're working for that syndication money because that's like the big money that people work for in television it's like right. if we can get into syndication that's where us as actors and the writers and the creators make our money and I think that's really what they were looking forward to and they're like well screw it we'll just write one season arcs and I don't think it was until I think season eight where they're like, look, we're going to lock you guys down for the next two years, write a two-year story arc. We're going to guarantee you to season 10, you know, right. and now we're at season 11 now, which, I mean, well, I think, what was it you were telling me earlier? They did the hashtag, uh, ha ha Smallville or something, because they're like, yeah. we've got yeah. more seasons in Smallville. So, yeah. you know. It's great. Season 11's hashtag Smallville. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, that's awesome, because, I mean, I was a hardcore Smallville fan, and also being that it's the last show that was originally on the WB that's still around, that's that's amazing stuff. Has Tom Welling done anything else besides Clark? No, dude, he made so much money off of Clark, he don't care. Like, he's got a farm. <laughs> he literally bought a farm, him, because his wife is a first-grade teacher. So, like, he just bought a farm. And, like, him and his wife live on this farm, and she teaches, you know, first grade. And I think he does a little directing on the side and a little bit of stuff, but... I think he's just wow. cool, like being out on the farm and just being like Clark Kent in real life. Like I didn't he's know like, that. yeah, like he's just like, screw it, man. I'm just gonna go out and do this. And it, because think about it, dude, you have a TV show like that, you do it for ten years. You're getting syndication money. You're getting the DVD money, and especially when you're not like a Hollywood baller, you know, you're not spending big money on cars and stuff. You invest your money wisely. You could live off that money for the rest of your life and be happy. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, w I was saying in the first uh, episode that I was a fan of um, Smallville as well, but I felt that this uh, version of Monster of the Week was a little more my taste. Yeah, because definitely Smallville fell in that Monster of the Week, and then uh, 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 Supernatural fell into it as well. But I think I I've got to say season one had Monster of the Week, but after that season, you know, two through five in that Kripke arc, had a really, really good, uh, like, mythology episodes. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you'd yeah. have a Monster of the Week, but then you might have two or three mythology episodes in a row 
which really kind of kept it going and made the story good. And, well, they're uh, creative about it. Very creative. Oh, and very. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. They kept it interesting, um, which is what I guess I meant when I said yeah. it's my kind of taste. I yeah. enjoyed it. Have we talked at all about season six yet? We're waiting for I was you. doing a little thing called stalling. You don't need to stall, man. Okay. Because, like, we're having a problem with the kids right okay. now. So just FYI, you guys know. They keep getting up. So uh, we're going to have to speed along, if yeah. we will. No, so. that's okay. But we were saying, like, season six was when you had non-sold Sam. You had Sam without a soul. And it Terminator was Sam. Terminator yeah. Sam, or <laughs> the season I like to call the Sam shit show. Because it was. <laughs> it was just, like, all over the place. Like, uh, yeah. you'd have episodes that were really good. And you had uh, one of the actors I loved, and it was from uh, uh, Ray Parker Can't Lose. The, uh, oh, God, it was on Fox, and it was basically the knock. Parker Lewis Can't Lose, that's what it was. And, uh, yeah, it was all over the place. And it had that, like, grandfather that came back from the past because it was, uh, oh, uh, uh, Sam and Dean's mom and dad's dad. So it was like their great-grandfather came back from the past, and it was all over the place. Yeah, yeah. I um, I'm trying to actually. I'm trying to look it up uh, to see if I can remember some of season six because there was a point where I had fell off the map, and we used to watch it on a weekly basis, you know, or you know when it came on TV. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily like now where uh, you can get on Netflix. So oh, I no. probably should rewatch season six on Netflix just to refresh my memory because there was a point where I was like, ah, oh, God, this is I can't do it, and I remember. And this, but I do know some some facts about it. Who took over the showrunner that year was uh, Sarah, I believe her name was Sarah Gimble, uh, wasn't it? Or no, I, I can't yes. remember her. Yeah, okay. Sarah Gimble. Um, but now I don't know if you know this now, but it's always says Jeremy Carver now, yeah. and uh, it's been much better since then. No, no offense to, to Sarah, but I'm just saying no. it's just been it, it changed. It was not happening, I guess. You know. Well, no, me. it wasn't just that. It was like kind of like I said before, like. It, they didn't know if they were going to get another season, so they were having to write, like, basically one-year story arcs because they didn't yeah. know if they would get to, you know, if we have all these plot threads for our next season we get canceled, that's not going to help us. And I don't think it was until they signed them up for that, uh, if I remember correctly, it was 8, 9, and 10, maybe, when they said, okay, we're going to sign you for three years, get you to 10 seasons, you don't have to worry about it. And that's when Jeremy Carver came on. And they put him on as, like, the head writer and producer and said, look, we're going to give you three years. We're going to guarantee you three years. We're going to sign the contracts for the boys and everybody for three years. Go ahead and write the story you want so you can have a better arc. So then I guess we could all agree about skipping the episodes that sucked. And uh, what was your favorite episodes in season six? To be like, honest, really I can't out? even name you a one in season six no? that I remember. Unless I think, uh, there was the one with the unicorn. Uh, but I don't even know if that was in season. Do you remember there was one with the unicorn? And it, it actually pooped a rainbow. Like the oh, unicorn. all the fantasies were yeah, coming true. Yeah, I think yeah. that might have been season six. Like there's the, the person that flipped the coin into the well, right? Yeah, remember that one? Yeah, yeah. And that might not even have been season six. It might have been season seven. I just but remember. Main thing. Okay, gift. let me let me answer your question better. Uh, I actually just think season six, the only shining grace from season six was Crowley. I yeah. felt like Crowley. You got to see a lot of Crowley, and he, you really kind of. He was really wheeling and dealing, doing all this. He was really hardcore into he was the some shady shit. Man. Yeah, he's really hardcore into the uh, Crowley or uh, into the Crossroads stuff. So like his, all of his deals and all that. So you kind of got to see him win, yeah. swindle people. And remember, he was supposed to restore 
uh, Bobby's soul, right? Uh, or not restore it, but to give his soul back yeah. uh, in order to get an alpha. And this is the season where you kind of get to see more about the alphas, how the, the original ghouls and original vampires and all that stuff. And uh, so you kind of get to see some of that stuff. But overall, I'm looking through my notes as well. I mean, The I, only one I can think of, and I'm hoping it's in season six, it was the one when uh, the prophet's girlfriend made the deal with Crowley to make Sam her husband or boyfriend or whatever, where he was living with her, and she was, like, drugging him. Do you remember that? Yeah, no, I remember that, that episode, but I don't know if that was season six I don't either. remember yeah, if it was season six or not, but that was a hilarious episode. That was a seven. Brandy okay. just came and Brandy said that was said seven. seven. So, yeah. So that just reminds me it's it's season six, or a.k.a. the Sam Shit Show. It's very hard. So, I'm looking through the notes. It's very hard yeah. to find uh, a good episode. I mean, they're all they're not horrible, but it's just Solus Sam is. I just don't. I don't care for that arc, and I don't care for the so, grandfather. So the grandfather was a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Prophet is introduced in in season seven, um, which Kevin. is Kevin, right? Yeah. Um, Kevin. I love Kevin. Yeah. That I, sucked. Yeah. I actually that liked sucked. his character. I did yeah. too, and I, I, I liked his mom. His mom was a badass. She was yes. a bamf. Uh-huh. She was a pretty badass. I yeah. like this one. She's like, I don't care if the devil himself is in my face. This Do you have season a favorite of season six? Because we're all blanking here, Brandy. <laughs> season six. Was Leviathan in season six? No, that was, no, that seven. was seven. That's why seven was better than six. Because yeah. I actually liked uh, Dick. Uh, dick Roman. Uh, I liked him. The dick. I liked Dick Roman in season seven. Right, yeah. But, uh, so Brandy's gonna give. Her, let's pause for a second, so Brandy can uh, recap because she's she she, know, she knows these shows inside and out. So we're, we're blanking on six right now. Like we know what happens, but we're not finding anything we like. This is all about. Okay. What's the MacGuffin in this? Getting Sam's soul back, right? Yeah, that was the whole thing. Well, like, I mean, he, remember they had oh, the French, French mistake. There you go. French mistake is my favorite. episode. French mistake is six. is my favorite episode. Uh, Episode 15 of season 6. Because you get to be all Hold up, meta. hold up. If season 6 has got all dogs go to heaven. Yes. So we've seen that one. That's where that's where Gene turns into a dog. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that a funny, funny one. Yeah. That's a dog funny one. Dog-eating like, afternoon. Dog-eating yeah. afternoon, yeah. You can't diss season 6 until you mention that episode. It just can't happen. I love that episode. Yeah, I can't believe we almost dismissed season 6 completely. He's barking at the postal guy. Hey, yeah. hey, you! <laughs> You. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Weekend at Bobby's was in Oh, my six, God. Weekend at Bobby's is one of my favorite. Episode. He was going to hook up with a neighbor, and he had to shove that guy through the wood sh- chipper. <laughs> God, that was so good. Yeah, to get Crowley to give him his soul back. Yeah. We, yeah. Um, yeah. Live Free or Twihard was a funny episode as well because they, they bash on Twilight, which, you know, that's great. Um, it's you like got a national about, pastime. Uh, about Crowley's bones. Yeah, that's right. That's and wasn't that the season where we figured out why he actually made the the deal with the Crossroads Demon to get like a th- extra three inches of uh, I don't junk think... under the trunk? <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Hang I remember that. We're all doing research here because we can't remember <laughs> season six. Okay, dog dog Dean afternoon is not in season uh, six. Uh, what's in season six is um. All Dogs Go to Heaven, which is not Dog Dean Afternoon. All Dogs right. Go to Heaven is the one werewolves. where it's the guy um, that's a werewolf, um, and he's kind of... Well, they think they walker. think it's a werewolf, but it's actually a guy that transforms himself into a dog, into the family right. pet. 
I remember so that now. It's not the same thing. Um, yeah, I remember that. Oh, now. that was the one that was creepy and a little rapey, where he kept following the, the, the lady the around. Yeah. yeah. That was a little, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Clap your hands if you believe that's the episode with the fairies, <laughs> which uh, that one just cracks me up because you've got uh, um, Dean catches a fairy in the microwave and he's looking in at her and he's like, nipples? Do <laughs> <And then laughs> you remember that? <laughs> that just cracks me up. Uh, there's something with a leprechaun too. And then appointment in Samara was really good. That's the one where Dean uh, meets up with Death to get Sam's soul back. So that was a really interesting. And that's one. where they put the. They said, "Look, we're gonna put <laughs> this partition in your brain. Don't scratch at it." Right. And he scratched at it, and that's what screwed everything up. Right. Let's see. But this is all six, right? Yeah. Still. The so man who point? would, yeah, yeah, the man who would be king. That's basically where Cass gets to do the, the monologue. Uh, about you know uh, this is Cass's story, you know where he's sitting on a like on a bench and he's telling about you know um, uh, that that was a really good episode. Anyway, so that's okay, so that's that's season six. Uh, so season six wasn't all that bad. Now that no. I'm going back through it, I'm, no, I'm it's just it, nothing was really all that important to be honest. Other, than, I mean, it's like the focal point. The well, focal it was all about was Sam getting, and the focal to point was getting Sam's soul back, and then once his soul was back, not to scratch the wall. And right, then... but I think you know what it is. I can I can nail it on the head. You ready? What it is? The whole show's about Sam and Dean's uh, personalities between each other, and if well, you kill one of them, well, the you know... underlying. Well, no, six is a little tricky. It, the 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 underlying story is that Cass is in cahoots with Crowley. To get all the souls from Purgatory, that's oh all going God. on. In so was Purgatory six. introduced in uh, season six? Yeah, it's introduced in season six. Okay. Um, because at the end of season six, uh, in order for to basically distract uh, Sam and Dean, Cass breaks Sam's wall on purpose. Do you remember that? And Sam yeah. goes, Sam goes crazy because he starts seeing right. Lucifer. And I'm like, yay, Lucifer! <laughs> 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 so that that's that's the big uh-oh at the end of season six is Sam's wall is broken by by uh, Cass, and Cass is you know trying to get all the souls for Purgatory. Uh, trying, wow. and that's basically Cass's whole character is Cass is uh, fucking things up with the best of intentions. I think that's another reason why I didn't like it because Cass <laughs> is my favorite character. I didn't like the direction they were taking him right. either. Same here. But I love you know what I, I mean. Yeah. So. I I I agree with you on that point, but at the same time, I think Cass is the perfect example of what happens when you keep children under too tight of a of a rule, and then they grow up and they leave the house, and then they're left with all these choices and freedoms that they never had before, and so then they just screw everything up. <laughs> right. <laughs> They gotta, they gotta experience that, you know. Right. So apparently, the way to do that is become a superhuman god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, uh, like destroy everything. But season seven, let's start off with season seven because season seven I actually thought was overall much better than six. Right. Well, you got Leviathan, which was crazy. Leviathan right. are very interesting, and there's a lot of things with Leviathan. So Leviathan was God's first creations, right? And right. they were stuck in purgatory and then when Cass you know did his thing he let them loose and so they were just like all of a sudden you're like oh this is the new bad you know this is gonna be like the new thing introduced into the next season and Leviathan could like I loved how Leviathan would like eat 
themselves. What yeah, was it called? Bibbing. 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 Where like they would send some to, to death. <laughs> yeah. They would eat themselves. And like, yeah. there's a lot of weird. Chicken? Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of weird yeah. stuff that happened in in seven. Like seven just. Uh, Death's Door was a turkin. Was a great episode. The turkey. Yeah, the turducken. Yeah. The turducken. Yeah. That. That and they met the the crazy guy who had all the computers that lived out in the RV. Uh, yeah, um, Frank Devereaux. Yeah, because he has probably one of my favorite quotes in the whole series for PTSD when he tells it to Dean, and you could probably look it up better than I could say it, but basically he's like, look, you get up every day, and you go to your job, and you do the best you could do at your job every day, and you get up, and you do it again and again and again. He said, if you can't do that, then you just don't do it. Right. But it's way more poetic than that. Like, it is, like, something I want, like... I want it stitched on a pillow, like cross stitch, because it's All like right. perfect. <laughs> well, I thought he was gonna say I want a tattoo of it, but no, he says he wants a cross stitch pillow. <laughs> nah, nah, I don't tattoo anything, man. Like I don't want anything that permanent. So <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, uh, spoiler alert: he doesn't make it. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. I love because, like, you know, Dean is like Captain PTSD. Like, I mean. I don't think there's any more of a poster boy for PTSD than Dean, and this guy's, like, right there with him, and he, like, sits him down, and he breaks that shit down, like, real quick for him. Okay. All right, get through seven. I'm just looking at the time, and I'm like, gosh, we still have three more seasons to go through. So um, let's try to streamline and just pick out, like, our favorites because we can get super in-depth in each one, and we'll be here all night, so... No, but I, I, that was a good season. Oh, no. That, yeah, I mean, but seven I, was better than six. Six was the worst season. Seven was better than six, but seven wasn't as was good as yeah. one through five. Eight Season well, eight is worse. remember that. Don't forget Kevin. I was going to say part. Kevin. Kevin was an yeah. integral part. Yeah, he's a very integral right. part of seven. Real quick, since, okay. since uh, Kyle likes it so much, it's no cupcake. What I did when I was 26 and came home to find my wife and two kids got it on the floor. Decide to be fine till the end of the week. Make yourself smile because you're alive and that's your job. Then do it again the next week. No, no, there's more. No? He said, and then he it's said, like so fake it. He said, so I call it being a professional. Do it right and do it with a smile, or he'll do it. Yeah. So, okay, maybe all that might be a little bit much for a cross stitch. It's really <laughs> creepy if you walked into somebody's house. Since it talks about having your kids die. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but there, yeah. you wanted to know the full yeah. line, so that's but the line. I, I like that guy, and it was a good season, but uh, I definitely think it really was good <clears throat> leading to season eight, especially when Dean got sent to purgatory. Like, And yeah. Bernie, wasn't that the vampire that was with him in season uh, eight? Benny. Benny. Benny, sorry. Okay. But of course, you know, a dimension. Well, Charlie gets introduced in season seven. Let's go back to that. But now yeah. we're on season eight. And the and the tablet too. The tablet. Yeah, the all tablet. the tablets. And the prophet. Yeah, thank and you. And Kevin the ta- uh, Kevin, Kevin the prophet. Can't go without yeah. knowing them. Yeah. Yeah, those are big ones. So then in season eight. Oh man, Charlie. Ugh. Oh, oh no, dude. Literally, oh, no. literally crying, pissed and crying. I know. Me too. Well, I gotta say, in fandom, they called that season great because that was season eight was actually the last season, if I remember correctly, that was on on Friday night because it was season seven and season eight, and then after season eight, they moved it back to I think Tuesday 
for like nine and ten, and now eleven's back on Wednesday. Yeah, so it, that's it's nice. The reason why season eight uh, gels with me is because it it they tie back to stuff that happened in seasons one through five. Right. And it's also the episode where they introduced the Men of Letters. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Abaddon yes. and all that. So like they bring that in. You get to see Naomi. You love to hate Naomi. Uh, you get to Don't forget Abaddon. Yeah, Abaddon. Yeah, Abaddon, and then you uh, get introduced to Metatron. Or yeah, Metatron. Um, well, actually, Metatron. do you want to know why they introduced him in a letters? It was really, really cool. Basically, what happened was they were saying, like, look, we're spending a lot of money on sets, especially for these hotels and stuff. Mm-hmm. We got to streamline some of this. So we they need were a like, home base. Yeah, they were like, we need a home base. So they came up with the idea of mental letters so they could have a home base. Because look at most of that season and most of season nine and ten, for that matter. Most of it's we're at in the, the bunker. We're in the bunker. We're in the bunker. So they're like, look, we can make one big bunker set and use that for most everything and we'll save so much money. It's it's their bat cave, if you will. Yes, so. definitely. And it's good. And it was way overdue, in my opinion. Like, especially because they once they got home. yeah, because they had Bobby's for a long time. But then once Bobby died, they're like, "Well, we can't use Bobby's." And then they had yeah. and don't get me wrong, I love the hotels of the week, all the different themes of the hotels. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love those. Like, those are some of my personal favorites. Is different <laughs> hotels they were in, and like the cheesy themes. Yeah, I thought they was <laughs> great. But once they got them in a letters and they could be in one place, uh, from a budget standpoint, I'm like, I get this because. Once you get in those later seasons, like 8, 9, and 10, like actors' contracts are really high, effects budgets are really high, like you've got to cut costs somewhere. So it's like, okay, you give them a home base, that cuts a lot of cost. And as silly as it sounds, I kind of always look forward to seeing what Dean's going to eat and where is it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Also, where is it from? That's my other thing. Like, I always read the bags because the bags are always different, you know? I know. It's always Except for when they had Big Bobs. Yeah, when they were eating the turduckins and stuff. That's Biggersons. 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 That's what it was. Biggersons. Yeah. Um, With season eight, though, I guess the MacGuffin really is. Having Kevin translate the, because they want to close the gates of hell, right? Well, yeah, again, it was kind of like an undercover bad guy. Like, at first you think the bad guy is Naomi, and she is bad. I mean, she's trying to get Cass to kill Dean. I mean, that's bad, 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 don't do that. But really, the, the, the big bad guy that you don't really realize is Metatron, you know? Yeah. Because at the end of Season 8 is where... Uh, Metatron steals Cass's grace and casts all the angels out of heaven. And that's actually the when the uh, other angel shows up, the one that <coughs> keeps Gadriel. Commu- yeah, Gadriel. Yeah. And she, Ooh, at first we uh, yeah. think is uh, you're Ezekiel. About the one, Ezekiel, the one that goes inside Sam. No, I'm talking about the female angel that's up in heaven, the blonde that, that was that's from Naomi. Stargate. Yeah, Naomi. Yeah, yeah. The the one who's uh, who's horrible and mean. Yeah. Yeah. But it was nice to the see redhead. her because, I mean, she was from Stargate. Right. She's been in a lot of other mm-hmm. fandoms, and I think when you connect, like, a Stargate fandom to a, a Supernatural fandom, it's kind of right. like when you have any big character. Kind of well, like how they had Crowley. He was in uh, a Doctor Who for a little while. Anytime you can connect fandoms, I think that's good for, uh, you know, getting people to watch bases. Right. Wasn't Crowley yeah. in... Crowley's been in everything for a while. Battle, he was a voice. Wasn't he in Battlestar? He was in Battlestar Galactica, Galactica yep. and Thanks. for uh, actually, I think he may still be the voice of BBC America because for a while there, he'd be like, "This is what's next on BBC America." And for like, especially, I think season eight, nine ish of Supernatural, 
he because he was on Doctor Who, he was like the voice. It'd be like Supernatural Saturdays, and he would like introduce everything awesome. and did all the voiceover work. That's awesome. And they'd have him show up on other shows. And I'm like, anytime you can connect fandoms, that's that's always yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Supernatural. I mean, like I said, we've got characters that were from Doctor Who. We got characters from Battlestar Galactica. Buffy the we Vampire had Slayer. Guest stars. You know, several people from Buffy the Vampire. Oh, Slayer. dude, CW basically like ate itself with Supernatural yeah. <laughs> because it was like, yeah. oh, my show got. Killed canceled oh i'm gonna be on supernatural next season for an episode or two so they could keep me busy until they can put me on another cw right, show exactly that happened a lot i saw hey, yeah I'm what, down. what was before we finish up nine or eight what was the season that had the the found footage with the werewolves is that eight or nine i think i might the have been eight no. you remember that one michael they did the whole so found footage. I was waiting for you guys yeah. to interject a little bit about season eight. Um, so I remember Garth. You guys remember Garth? Yeah, Garth, Garth was, was one of my favorite, aka DJ Squalls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right. And I love it because he, he's like, "What did I miss? Awesome. Did I miss anything <laughs> or whatever?" I love yeah. that. Eight is all about doing yeah, the trials. Yeah, I love Garth. And uh, you're talking about and Metatron and um, back to our reality world of um, if you ever research anything about angels, I was surprised with how they portrayed Metatron, who's supposed to be the scribe of God. Yeah, it's like mega angel, and they made yeah. him this like uber I dick. Don't know what you want to describe him as, but uh, <laughs> he's, he's annoying for sure. <laughs> but then on top of that, who's playing him? It's freaking booger. From a Revenge of the Nerds, and you're like, oh man, it's Booger. I ain't seen him in a hot minute. Yeah. AKA <laughs> one of our biggest fans because he's one of the producers on King of the Nerds. Yeah, he's yes. so, great. Yeah. Great. I love him. He's awesome. I love to hate that dude. I yeah. really do. Gotta give a little so King of the I, Nerds love out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, the episode end. that you're talking about, I Jeez, don't think it's remember? in episode eight. I thought it was when uh, Megatron started trying to be Jesus out in the bum hut, and then he got like overrun, and then he went ape shit. You remember that? What? Yeah, I'm looking. Like he was right out now, with all these bums, and he was trying to be Jesus, and, oh, like yeah, heal yeah, people yeah. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they called him out, and he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck all y'all!" <laughs> and then he yeah. like just went yeah, ape shit. Yeah, I remember shit. that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. I love the piles of books he had. Like, he had a hotel room. Yeah. And all he had was, like, stacks of Amazon boxes in front of his hotel room. And then when he got in the room, it was, like, stacks of books. Like, this is a Stephen King pile. This is this pile. Yeah, when you first meet him, you think he's, like, just kind of this nerdy little dude. And then he turns out to be, like, the most conniving son of a bitch. Jackhole there is. Yeah, exactly. So... Okay. Yeah, and so season eight season is all eight about the trials it. and and uh, closing the gates of hell, and we end up instead closing the gates of heaven. Whoops. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> that's right. You're right. Yeah, and that's when they were uh, purifying Crowley. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. With human no. blood. With human blood, which is also probably the best season finale they had because I remember watching that season finale and he's like. What is it? Shooting stars, and you look and you see it's all the angels yeah. falling out of heaven. I was like, wow, that's yeah. that scene that alone was, was like, wow, it's like, ooh, yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Season eight was awesome. I love season eight. Yeah, I gotta right. say, the that only like season finale down. besides got, that one that gave me mean, goosebumps was season three, when, just, when just he was going to hell. Just glaze over and look at that. We talked about Leviathan. We talked about. I mean, dude, all these different things that happen in season eight, all the way to the fall of heaven. That is crazy. Yep. Well, Leviathan was season seven. 
Oh yeah. Leviathan ended at season seven. They killed Dick, Dick in the last episode of season seven, and Dean gets sent to purgatory. So Oops. we kind of deal with Leviathan a little bit because we get some purgatory flashbacks. Oh, in purgatory, season purgatory, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. So we get some purgatory flashbacks in season eight. We get to see Dean and Cass, uh, how they and make Bernie. their way out. Benny. 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 Of Bernie. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? He's renamed them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bernie. I love Benny, man. I hope, I, I wish Benny great. could come back, man, because Benny was so cool. Like, he was probably one of my favorite, like, throwaway characters. Well, you get to like, see him for, for a hot minute. Yeah, you do. In season 10. And again, that's one of those characters that we were talking about that even though it's a monster and they kill and ask later... Um, Dean, because of the relationship he had with Benny, he's hell-bent to not let Sam kill him. But yeah. then right. Sam tells him, oh, but then that one person that I knew and loved, you went and right. killed them Being because of hypocrite. that. Yeah. You, know? you want me to respect your demon friend, basically, but you don't want to respect mine. Yeah, and It's like this constant battle about how do they decide who should and shouldn't die. Season nine. So Which season, they shouldn't choose that anyway. But. So season right. nine, um, all the angels are cast out of heaven. Sam is effed up beyond all belief because of going through the trials. So <coughs> Dean sends out an uh, APB prayer to anybody listening to come help him with Sam. Almost gets killed, but right. thankfully... Who we eventually find out is Gadriel, but actually turns out... It, or it, it, but calls himself Ezekiel comes and right. possesses Sam uh, through another Battlestar Galactica through, alumni. Yeah, yep. through dubious Man. consent, might I add. Uh, but I he had high hopes too for but. Ezekiel. I thought he was going to be a great character because I, I was enjoying the crap out of him before he tried to, you know, take over <laughs> Sam. But before then, I mean, I thought it was great. And killed Kevin, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah that I know. sucked. And that's the thing. Like, you see these characters come from other shows, like Battlestar Galactica, like that guy did, and you have such high hopes because they've got such a high pedigree. Like, that guy was in Dollhouse. He's yeah. been in a lot right. of great, great shows. And you're like, okay, this is a great actor. You're going to keep him around for a while, right? 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 No, <laughs> fuck nope. He's dying in, like, four episodes. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, God damn it, Supernatural. <laughs> so, one of your favorite episodes is in Season 9, and that's Dog Dean epi- Afternoon. Yeah, that that was good. Yes, that is, that's a great episode. Episode 5. Um, and then the episode after that episode is where Cass just breaks my freaking heart because Cass has no powers now. He's a human, and we find out that he's working at living in a gas and sip storage room. And it's just like, oh, what did you do? You know, it's just like mm-hmm. breaks my heart. And Dean basically, you know, tells him that he can't stay in the bunker because Zeke doesn't want him there. I'm surprised Supernatural hasn't bought the rights to Gas and Sip and tried to franchise it <laughs> as much as they show that place right? on the show. And bigger sense. Right. Yeah, and bigger sense. Like, if I was Zeb, I'd try and franchise that shit. As many Supernatural things as they well, are, I'm surprised. they couldn't say Denny's, so they made it bigger sense. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought true. they put, like, and Bob's they, Big Burgers in and someplace they, else and put them together. And they couldn't say 7-Eleven, so they yeah. made it Gas and Sip, yeah. <laughs> basically. Kind of like the Shop and Rob or whatever they call it. Right. The Shop Smart from uh, Clerks. Help me yeah. out on that one. The Quick oh, Stop. Quick yeah. Stop. Quick Stop. And Boobies. Yeah, Boobies. Yeah, yeah. put it all together. 
Yeah. So uh, let's see. We got Bad Boys, which was an interesting episode where yeah, we get to go. Yeah, it was great with Will Smith and that other guy. Ha ha ha! We get to go <laughs> back and see Dean when he went and spent some time at a boys' home. Oh, oh man, that, that was, was cool. Deep. Right. With man, the that was some dad. deep yeah. shit, man. Yeah. What? I was saying you get to see him as a young boy again. That's awesome. Yeah. I thought that was really great. And that was the only point where I think he had a childhood for like half a second. You're like, right. oh, man, he might actually get a real childhood. He might turn out okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember what season. We might have already passed it or episode. But um, when they show that he's with that girl and their son and he's living life and his brother died and he went ahead and tried to live um, I think Sam Yeah, that was that's, that's, six. That's, yeah. No, that's that's you're talking about Dean living with Lisa and Ben, right? Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. season that's, six. No, that's that's back Is that in, like four? That's season four. Yeah. And and that's the only other part I remember him having. Oh, I'm like sorry, a, no, you're right. That's season no, six. It's season that's six the beginning because of season at six, the end of season right. five is when Sam got thrown into the pit and he's right, like, I'm gonna right. try I'm and sorry, live with yes, her. That's, which I'm not going to lie, that must have been hard for her because he'd go and do construction work all day and then come home and get drunk as balls walking around with a loaded gun looking out the windows. I'm like, yeah, that's not a guy I want to live with on a daily basis. (laughs) Like the guy that's drinking whiskey straight out the bottle and like walking around with a loaded, you know, 45 all night looking out the window like a crackhead. This Just tell great. him you love him. Just tell him you love him every five minutes. I, I don't know, man. I don't know if telling you you love him is going to get him out of that. So We've always deducted that all villains come from the lack of love oh, or loss yeah. of love. Oh, it's very just, true. Just daddy issues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing real quick, because I haven't said much about season nine. Uh, one thing I really love about season nine was just angels themselves. Like They are put in a position where they want to some of them actually want to just take the lives of humans and they, they kind of ingratiate themselves, you know, in the bodies of the people and they love being a parent and they love having a kid and they just really enjoy that life. They didn't know they would because what else are they going to do? Uh, and then, of course, you get the whole civil war of angels, too, which is interesting, uh, you know, in there. Oh, and, yeah. And then Actions. I love the introduction of uh, Hannah. I really like Hannah's character, the angel Hannah. Yeah. She was a really yes. interesting person. You know, how she just pretty much, like, at the end, she's just like, I, I can't be, you know, hosting in this person's body anymore. Because this Cass's woman was... girlfriend? Yeah, Cass's... Because that was interesting, Cass's right? girl. Yeah. Yeah, that... She tried to hit on him, but... Yeah. I don't understand that reference. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Uh, Sharp Teeth is in season nine. That's the one where we find out Garth uh, has become a werewolf. Oh, that yeah. Good episode. Oh, that was a very good episode. And I think it was the last one we saw DJ Qualls. <laughs> yeah. But that was an <laughs> that was another episode where you got to see about them about letting uh, monsters live again. Touching back on that subject, remember we talked about that before. That was another episode where they were like Garth is like, no, leave them alone. They're fine. There's nothing wrong with them. They have good intentions. Blah blah blah. Yeah, sure. It's <laughs> totally not going to bite us saw. in the ass later. No, not at all. Yeah. Metafiction is in season nine. That's the one where Metatron uh, tries to get Cass to join forces with him. Um, <laughs> oh goodness! Metatron's Don't about just Thin Man. huh? The Thin Man episode. I thought that Thin was cool. Man uh, episode. Yeah, that was there too. Now you got to see uh, ghost. The ghost faces. Ghost faces. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this might have been a few episodes or, or seasons before, but what was the one where they actually did the meta episode where they went into the real world and 
that was like they were in their trailers and that, stuff, and they showed was, their real wives. That was season six. Yeah. And that was called The French Mistake. Yeah, yeah. that was a great, great episode, yeah. too. It was hilarious. Uh, let's see. I, think I love these. Um, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I love the meta episodes because I think those are the episodes where they do the most fan service, and I think it's like yeah. one episode a year now. Yeah. They've got it on the, the bulletin board. Like, we have to do one meta episode a year to give some fan service to right, the fans. Right, which I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's funny because I was getting ready to say the same exact thing you were saying about how I love those episodes that they throw in. You know, they, they have to have them. It's amazing what they do with them too. They really touch everything on it. I love it. Yeah, and, and you need a, a show like this has basically survived this long because of the fans. Mm-hmm. So you got to have those fan wings. You've got, yeah, you, you got to do the it. fans and say, yeah. hey, we still love you guys. Like, we know that you're the reason that this show is still here. Mm-hmm. So. So, Which is why my favorite episode is fan fiction season 10. That's a great episode. I, I, I love that episode. My and actually, I cry. And I don't cry. Uh, but that episode made me tear up, especially yeah. when they're in the, the car. They're doing, like, the singing part. With yeah, the, the yeah I know. Singing. Carry on. I was like, ah, oh, oh, I can't stop I know, it. I know. Uh, I teared up, too. in there, tear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a single man tear, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's how Dean cries. A single man a single tear goes man halfway tear. down, and then it crawls right back up. <laughs> it's the same way uh, Chuck Norris cries. He lets one tear go down, and then he makes it crawl right back up. He just looks at yeah. it. He just breathes in real deep. <laughs> yep. So the big thing yeah. of of this season is you know Dean getting the mark of Cain, so he oh, can, right. so so he can get the first blade. Which he was like, I don't care, I'll take any consequence. Yeah, and, I and take it. Give yeah, it to me. Yeah, yeah, we're not, we still don't learn our lessons here, people. Right. <laughs> well, he's, they're so used to so much stuff that they figure this is just one more bump in the road, but he right. doesn't realize this is a mountain. Just like Sam. Oh, I want to get rid of that mark. I don't care. Yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. next season ten again, but uh, he's like, I don't care. I'll do anything. Exactly. It's like at some point you think these sons of bitches would have learned how to read the instructions <laughs> on the box, like side effects, mining claws, mm-hmm. death. You're going to kill your friends. I don't know. Might you have might, to kill death. You might become a demon. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you ever had on your computer, like, when a pop-up comes up, it's like, warning, this site has fishing ability. I don't care. Keep going by. It's like, warning, this and that. You keep yeah. going by. Yep. It's kind of like that. You know, yeah. you know yeah, something bad's going to happen, like but you really yeah. want to see that site. Yeah. Don't yeah. press the red button. Yeah. Truth. But, yeah, so that season 10, let me just preface real quick. I, I'm not a fan of season 10 overall. I actually... Oh, it was so hard. Season 10, like, it feels like a train to wreck watch. to me, to be honest. Like, it's well, not it as bad as 6 and 7, or as bad as 6, but it, it's probably my second least favorite. I actually like 7 better than 10. I don't dislike it because of lack of quality storytelling, Yeah, that's necessarily. fine. It's just a really hard season to watch because so much bad stuff is happening to our boys, you know? And, I mean, yeah, they tossed in a fan fiction episode, thank God. But, yeah, it's a it's a hard season to watch. A lot of people die, like... Yes. I was I was messaging um, some other friends of ours that are Supernatural fans after watching some of season 10. I'm like, God, this show is getting to be about as bad as Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you know what? I can touch base on this again. In season six, why it was so hard is because Sam was suffering really bad with no soul, right? Right. Mm-hmm. 
in season 10, Dean is suffering where he, you know, Basically. the demon thing is coming into yeah, play. He's a demon. And it's, yeah, it's really affecting him in a way where they're having hard times at the table where they can't even look up and look at each other in the eyes, you know? Right. So, And it affects us because, like I said earlier, although Dean is a character that is seen to be so rough and tough in the Macho Man, he is the one that... He's got a lot of heart. ...gives most emotion. Yes. So when you see him suffering of something so evil and so drenching him, making him this person that you're well, like, it's just, you know it's killing him inside. Well, it's just so wrong. Dean is the righteous man. Literally, like, the righteous man. And now he's a demon? How does that happen? You know? So, um... Uh, another thing it that... It does make it rough. Yeah, another thing that I liked was... And it's so weird... <laughs> I liked when Dean was like badass fighting, like that 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 military guy, and he's just Cole. He, Cole, he's just all like apparently just appearing with one hand, like <laughs> you got nothing, boy, you know. And I just I'm thought, was, I just kind of, I thought it was kind of badass. I'm not gonna lie, like that was cool seeing Dean. He's like, don't make me what, tell you. What are you? I'm a demon. <laughs> <He's> like, <"Yeah." laughs> well, that's the thing. I think, in all honesty, I think the reason all of us got through season ten was fan service. Like there was right. so much fan service in that there season. Was. It was like, oh, we'll forgive some of the shitty writing, or oh, so, we'll forgive yeah. some of these plot Talk points that aren't so good. But it was like, man, there was a lot of just. Season ten yeah. introduces Rowena. Which Johnny doesn't like Rowena. I don't I, like her at all. I like Rowena. I like her. I like her character. I like her accent. Is that Crowley's mom? Crowley's mom. mom. Yeah, yeah the, the knockoff fucking uh, braid character, you mean? Fergus. <laughs> Fergus. Yeah. I don't know. I, just, I don't. I just. The Winchesters. Yeah. <laughs> I just think they tried to make her like a, a semi villain in this season, and I I just I'd rather see more Metatron. Like well, I don't know. She's better. like she's, she's like the ultimate person. evil mother in law. <laughs> yeah. She but she's not. She's she can't be taken seriously as a villain. She just doesn't seem to carry that. With right. Her. No. She doesn't have the gravitas. You know. Uh-uh. Right. She's always joking and taking things too lightheartedly. It doesn't. It is doesn't it, fit the character. Is it because she's short? That's no. exactly what it is. Of course, <laughs> it's not short. It's because she's a redhead. And she has a red hair, and I love redheads. No, it's not I love cause... mostly all redhead characters, but yeah. she's a little hard to swallow. It's. Eh. Like she doesn't too crazy. Shut up. The thing is, is her mo- <laughs> I think. I think the reason Johnny has a hard time liking her, and maybe you guys too, is because her motives being bad are s- kind of stupid you know like well when i think of a redhead person and me especially i love red hair you think of someone with a fire with with right. passion we did get that we got she's kind of whiny abaddon, yes. yeah abaddon was an awesome redhead abaddon, rowena like. basically comes off as like a, a whiny spoiled little girl you know so again it's like braid Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I think even Brave is more like Abaddon. Brave, I'm sorry. That was the name of the Pixar movie, yeah, Brave, Brave, that you guys hate. Yeah. yeah. Johnny really hates the, uh, it. The thing with Marina, uh, you know when they brought the witch uh, up, the the head of the, the, the witch coven? Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Hell, and they brought it to her. She was like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to go hide behind this pillar. You know, she was like all scared. No villain is going to be taken seriously like that. No real badass is going to, like, do that. And then she's slapping her in a chair and then turns her into a hamster. I don't know. Not a good villain to my opinion. I feel like, personally, like, the last four episodes of season 10 were great. Yeah. Like, there's some other good ones thrown in there. Um, The things we left behind is when we uh, follow up with Cass. Well, 
Cass slash Jimmy and Jimmy's daughter Claire, you know, and uh, you know, kind of like answer some questions to you know what's going on with this chick, you know. So I really how do you feel about that, that by the way? Do you about Cass and his family and them trying to touch base on that a lot? I liked it um, because I mean that is kind of like I said, you know, it's. Like, we were talking about how, you know, the Winchester's half-brother Adam is still in the cage with Lucifer, as far as we know uh, right now. So I kind of <laughs> really liked, you know, revisiting, you know, here's Jimmy, this poor schmuck, Jimmy Novak, uh, who lets Castiel possess right. him. And Devoted like, his soul to God, right. And, like, his his entire family basically just goes right down the shitter, you know. And then we find out, and yeah, that's exactly what happened, like, Claire is, like, in foster care and, like, a runaway and getting into trouble with the law. The mother uh, goes, runs captive. off. I did to... like that they showed that. That, again, I, I want to talk about that a long time ago, but I, I was trying to hold out till we got to season 10. They showed that there was angels that preexisted on Earth outside of the hierarchy of angels in right. heaven. Uh, like a... That actually lived in off of humans. Not all of them did, but yeah, apparently... Like... Like, the angels that we have now are, like, Angels 2.0. And, like, these guys were, were Angel 1.0, basically. These, this is the first guy. Right. <laughs> so I thought that was crazy. And I love the yeah. sword, the introduction of the sword. Really and they were cool. actually looking on, online and showing all these different weapons mm -hmm. right. of the angels. I was like, yeah, yeah that's awesome. The, the first angel swords were much longer than, the, so cool. than the angel swords we have now. It's not the size, right. Brandy. It's what you do with it. Har, har, har. <laughs> On that, the, the angels' daggers could, that they have that they right. carry around those little silver things. I was not a fan of them because I always thought of angels carrying around these glorious weapons, and they got these little shiny dagger pikes. And I'm just like, what? It doesn't even look sharp. Yeah. We could have poked somebody in the eyeball with that. Maybe. Yeah, I would agree that it would be nicer if they had um, some sort of maybe more design on it. Maybe because when you think of angels, you think of things that are more, I don't know, regal looking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A more intricate right. yeah, than yeah. Like a two maybe if the spike itself had some sort of like engraving or writing on it it yeah. would glow when it spikes you or something i don't know but it's, it's just, just like a really, silver spike really really shiny <laughs> well the, my thing was i think they made it smaller just because it was easy to conceal like you could put it in right. the sleeve of a jacket you could put it in a jacket well, pocket like it was thing. smaller so you could pop it out because if things like highlander sword you can't just yeah. be walking yeah. around with that all the time also, I agree you gotta completely. you also got to take into account angels themselves are such powerful beings. Why why have a huge sword too? I mean, just an angel can put their hand on you and smite you. So like right. why, demons, you know. and, right? There really is. They didn't really think about killing each other back then. No. It's my fault. As a costume designer, I just think of like the pike should have some sort of design on it. Right. Yeah. Or or like the, the the like a lightsaber. You know, you got a hilt and then it turns into a lighted sword or something. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. A sword of smiting. <laughs> a sword of smite. That's awesome. So whatever. That's my that's my Dungeons and Dragons self speaking right now. By another the way. really good. And it's all, yeah. Another really good episode in uh, season ten is. Is the executioner song, which is the one where Cain comes back and Dean kills Cain finally. Yeah. Um, oh yes! Like I remember watching that episode and like my, like I felt like my guts were like just clenched the whole time. Like my stomach was just because like, churning. Because Cain like, was oh. such an interesting character too. Like we kind of we kind of glossed over his character, but like the guy who plays him was just so like enigmatic, enigmatic, and he was so like. 
I don't know, he's dapper and like, you know, he's a good looking older dude and like Oh was, my goodness, and especially if you know the actor from Psych, like yeah. it's a complete one eighty character wise. So like when I sh- saw him show up in this, I was like, Okay, let's see what happens and he did such <laughs> a good job and he was like you said, he was so dapper and he's like, Look, I know what I am, I know what I do, I live out here by myself, I don't wanna mess with people because if I get near people, bad things happen. Let me tend my garden, do my thing, and then they just blew that all up. Right. Which and is kind of what Sam and Dean do. For a long time. Yeah, like he was like, I've been under control for like all these many years until millennia. you guys showed up. Yeah, for yeah. millennia. And it, it's kind of what Sam and Dean do. Oh, it's yeah. like everything's fine <laughs> until the two of them show up and then all hell breaks <laughs> loose. The, going back a couple of seasons, when we're first introduced to Kane, uh, before Dean even gets the mark from him, all these demons show up at Kane's house, and Kane's just sitting at the table eating while Dean's yeah. fighting everywhere. And I flash yeah. back to this episode of The Simpsons where Homer's talking about, I want to see what the little guy's doing, because the little guy's just standing there in like this big mafia fight thing. I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about, but like I'm like it, I flash back to that, and I'm like, you know, you know, this person is a badass if he's just sitting there calmly eating dinner. While all these people are fighting around him. Like, you know who's a badass? Somebody who doesn't even bother to fight because he knows it's not even worth his time. Yeah. Yeah, he was a a very interesting character. So another episode Brandy wants to bring up is obviously the the episode where... uh, The introduction of the Book of the Damned. Yeah. Which was... Not the same one from uh, Evil Dead. No. No. not uh, Although, Jesus Christ, made out of, like, Human People skin. skin and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that that's like, the like necrom- that blister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this is the Necronomicon, man. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, uh, and bringing back Charlie and and in, and uh, introducing the Steins, the Stein family, who we find out is the Frankenstein's. Um, that that was a you know that's a that's a plot point right there that episode uh, because then that leads us to eventually. Um, releasing the darkness because we're fucking around with this book because we never learn. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. And it was um, Sam's fault because Dean told him, burn the book. And what did Sam do? Right. He went and hid it in the case and took it with him. Even though we find out later that it doesn't matter, that the book would have not burned anyways. Yeah. Um, but regardless... Right. They, they wouldn't have also, been able to... Destroy. Right. Yeah, he always is not caring what his brother says to him. Um, And the other thing with the Steins, I really appreciated that they made something of that where it's not just one Frankenstein, but a family of Steins. A huge family. Like something that's passed down. Yeah. I thought that was really intriguing as well. I agree. And so then, He's you like, know. you only have one brain. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have and two then, hearts. You know. Sure, you can have two screens, but you only got one brain. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie dies, and death yeah. dies, and they release the darkness. Yeah, because that's the main thing. Huh? Charlie dying made me very angry. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, yeah. Really I liked character. Charlie a lot. She was another a little redhead. sister. Yeah, another redhead. <laughs> yeah, another redhead. <laughs> How could they kill the redhead? Yeah. Not the tangent it's too like much. It's like being a red coat. Huh? Isn't she in another show called Guild or something like that? She's in, that? that's a web series, The Guild, which is on Netflix now. She's it's actually a pretty pretty famous, like, YouTube she, sensation. She, and, was, like, she was also in Buffy. 
Yeah, she was in Buffy as well. Last season of Buffy. Yeah. And she She's actually pretty famous in pop culture. Like, she's been everywhere, nerd, nerddom and she culture and stuff. She partnered up with... Yeah. Uh, I love that episode of them where they're doing the the cosplaying. The LARPing. The LARPing. Oh, my goodness. LARPing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's I, a great I know episode. it's last far back, but I love that episode. Um... Felicia Day, yeah, she's she's big on the internet. Um, she's also uh, teamed up with Neil Patrick Harris and did Doctor Horrible sing along blog. She's got great. geek and sundry now. Like she's, she's all like over the internet she's, on the internet and big in nerd is, culture. Yeah, she's a big spokesperson for nerd culture. So she's not really dead then. So well, not, ah. she might be dead in the supernatural world, but she's not dead in her hearts. Let's put no, it that way. Good. Right. So she yeah. still get we still yeah. get more of our Charlie. Yeah. I love. They they put her to rest though the warriors burial I think that yeah, was yeah that the was hunt- cool yeah the hunter's was- funeral yeah and I loved how she was kind of like the little sister they never had because like right. especially like I loved how like her and Dean would hit on the same girl and stuff like that yeah like, there was really oh like, that episode oh, yeah. where uh where they it's had like, her look in- if I if the the, the <laughs> fairy tent is rocking don't come a knocking no like, I yeah. lo- I loved the episode uh back with the Leviathan where oh, they yeah. had her infiltrate Dick's office, and she's got an earpiece in, and Dean is walking her through how to hit on the security guy. <laughs> and Dean's like telling her what to say, and he's like, "You must work out." <laughs> and it's just funny to hear Dean saying this stuff. And yeah, it was great. Uh, going back several seasons. Yeah, but, but yeah. she she was she was a great character, and she I was. think it was a great addition. And that's a, another one of those things where I say uh, Supernatural does great when it comes to giving fan service because the fans of Supernatural like Felicia Day and mm-hmm. you know she got a lot bigger arc than I ever thought she would get right uh, and they gave her a great send off so you yeah can't they did about that and so then you know the end of season 10 they throw all caution to the wind and release the darkness to get the mark of Cain off of uh, Dean and then that's what we start off with season 11 is the darkness People possessed which i was darkness. surprised that how dean ha- handled that like he didn't seem like he was surprised at all that sam went behind his back and made a spell and did all took care of all the getting the mark off and all that because well, i think wasn't he it. supposed to not know about any of that up until that point where you right. know the lightning it, struck well, him. They, they did find out uh, he did find out about it uh like right at the end there but at the same time for 10 years they've gone back and forth doing this shit to each other how many times so it's kind of like are you really surprised no (laughs) yeah he he was very nonchalant the face of you're an ass yeah yeah seriously (laughs) didn't i tell you not to do that yeah i I just told you to shut that down don't do the thing sam damn it sam you did the thing yeah (laughs) well i was a little mad that when they released the darkness i didn't hear I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> you know, I was waiting for that to happen. I was like, no, not that darkness. Oh. No. Wah, wah. <laughs> wow. Wow, that was awesome. I hated that song. That, that song's oh. a baseballs a rock band, just FYI. Uh, <laughs> dude, you get a guy to do that on karaoke. Like, if he like owns it, that's I think an I did awesome that at your birthday song. party one year. I don't I'm think it, sure. was, it wasn't you. It was Brian Alvier. Was it? Oh, okay. He did it. Big shout out to Brian. Yeah, he was awesome. It <laughs> is dang fan group that he actually lets me post in on a regular basis. Let's yeah. give a big shout out to Brian. Yep. He's Brian's awesome. good peeps. He is good. People. Uh, so let me let me chime in real quick because I, I have been very quiet about season ten. For a good reason. I, I overall, I just it did not sit well with me. 
I felt like season ten, like they're starting to overstay their welcome. And I, so. I do. Yeah, I mean, no. See, and even season eleven feels forced to me. The 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 episode, the premiere of season eleven, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like they're just going through the motions now. I I, I don't think I so. didn't care I at disagree. all for the premiere of season eleven at all. I was like, this just seems like Croatoan all over again. I I don't know, and and in a bad way. I love Croatoan, obviously, but I just like, where are they gonna go? They're gonna end up finding a way to stop the darkness. I mean, I want I want closure now. I'm at the point now where I want I want the end. I love the show, and I don't want it to be tarnished and be come a train wreck you know what i mean i want the show to end in, in a nice way you know or if dean and sam both die at the same time and they're done and they go to heaven that'd be awesome end the show cool but like i i well, that is how i ultimately want it to end not necessarily with them dying but i want them to like get some freaking rest and stuff like that but I, what I, I, don't I don't want if it needs to happen what i don't 11. want is is all of a sudden uh Sam wakes up and it was a gin dream this whole time. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. It was a dream the whole time. I'd be so mad. Well, I'm kind of in the middle. And they get to relive their life. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm kind of in the middle there with Johnny. Like, a lot of shows right now, for me, I'm having to chop off my watch list because my my schedule, my TV watching schedule is so full in between, you know, I've got a full-time job. This is a full-time job. You know, my TV watching schedule is so much smaller than it used to be. So, things aren't making the cut like they used to, and this is one of those things that even though I've been a fan, I've watched it day one, episode one, it's it's walking that razor's edge with me. It's like, all right, guys, you've got this season, you need to make it good, or you might fall off, or you well, might be something that I'm going to stack up on my DVR box, I'm going to watch right. in the usually, off season. Usually, by like the fifth episode into a season is usually when they really like punchy in the gut with something yeah that's why i'm so, giving it a little while i'm yeah. gonna give it about four or five episodes see what happens and then if by episode five if i'm not hooked on the season i'm just gonna build them up on my dvr box and then once you know thanksgiving december comes along where there's the break in the just tv knock season just it's knock them out yeah you know i gotta admit I, you guys are talking about all this and i'm remembering especially when you said about your tv scheduling oh yeah um, i have I'm always busy, always. Yeah. So having time for anything is hard. And on our TV, I remember on Netflix, you know, they have the, the different boxes or whatever. You get to choose your show. Yeah. I count myself many times skipping over Supernatural during season 10 and wanting to see another show first, like Flash or something of a yeah, nature. Yeah, like that. Flash because or Because I was Arrow, like, let's see what yeah. happens next. And, then, and it had me more of a pull than Supernatural did. But I still want to see Supernatural because I'm a fan, truly. Right. And I want to see it. But I did skip a lot. And well, um, we'll I'm hoping what... season 11 will not be that way. Um, I'm hoping that it'll it'll grab me like everything right. else. Well, I enjoy Supernatural um, watching it in bulk. Yeah, because, binge watching. Because yeah. I like it like a book. Um, some shows I don't mind waiting the whole week and then watching it next week. You know, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Some mm-hmm. shows I kind of just put to the side and go, I'll watch them when there's four or five episodes to watch because you can just like binge watch it and it'll be like a book, you know, and I enjoy it more that way. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think it, there's nothing wrong being a fan saying, Hey, you'd rather stack them up and watch them all in a row, but there's, well, and 
that's what TV watching has become for a lot of people. That's is very we true. We nobody. I don't know a lot of people that have the time to dedicate to watch it as it airs. You know, because we everybody has so much going well, on in their lives. I agree. I cer- I mean, I certainly can't be. Wa- Supernatural's on tonight, or and I certainly <coughs> can't be watching it tonight. I well, mean, we've got other stuff going on. Look at look at The Walking Dead season six. Uh, a Walking Dead premiere was way lower than the premiere of season five in 2014, and that's showing that's showing the factual science here, the math, that people are just are not able to watch shows when they when they air, and they're and they're not TVing them anymore mm-hmm. either, DVRing them, they're just waiting for them to come out on Blu-ray or Netflix or, or Amazon Prime or Hulu, yeah. and watching them that way, and that those aren't recorded in the Nielsen Plus three, so right. it's you know, yeah. which they should. Yeah, yeah they, they need to. Well, there's. I kind of read something, um, not t- just fairly recently about how they are starting to factor in. Uh, Maybe Hulu, but Netflix is always a year behind, so right. they, there's no way you yeah. could put right, that in there. Like season ten just showed up, I think Wednesday right. or something. Right. Like it yeah. showed up the yeah. same yeah. day as the premiere of the new season. Maybe Hulu right. does that. Yeah, but. yeah who, they they are on Hulu. They do factor in uh, into the Nielsen. Yeah. A little yeah. Bit. But I think this is. Yeah, there's a lot of shows there that we watch now that are on TV, like Black Spot or Minority Report or, or those other shows that are all yeah. on. They yeah. are recent. By the way, we're cable cutters. So, so yeah, we are. Yeah, I'm the only one out of the five of us that still has cable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I, I don't have a little cable. I got a whole, whole hell of a lot of cable. Like, <laughs> Your yeah. cable bill is really like sports My block. cable bill is stupid. Yeah, I'm a sports guy, and I do like UFC yeah. pay per views, and I've got like yeah, HBO and Showtime and stuff like that. So, like, my cable bill is stupid, but like, I watch <laughs> TV live. Like, that's what I do. That's my thing. Yeah. Like, you know, and I do right. tape shows because, you know, some shows I can't watch live. Like tonight, I've got, you know, Arrows taping and Supernatural's taping. I'll watch it later. But for the most part, I watch shows not necessarily live. I'll wait till about 15 minutes after they start. So I can fast forward th- through the commercials. But I do watch yeah. them the night of. Right. So. That makes sense. That is one thing I do miss was fast forwarding commercials. That, <laughs> I do yeah. miss that. Like, you I love accept. that with the DVR box. Like, that's really cool. And I like how, at least with Bright House, quick plug for Bright House, like, they've got on-demand channels where, like, I can go and see, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, even, like, True. the cable channels, like, CMT or FX or whatever, and I could go to their channel and see shows like American Horror Story and play them there on demand, which is kind of nice. That's so cool. well, I'll tell you, the only times I really feel the pain of not having live TV is days like, uh, I don't know, Thanksgiving's Macy Day Parade or yeah. any big games that go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or any, it, it's just total bummer because you can't, if you try to load it on the internet, it's just crashing all the time, freezing. Yeah. That's it why sucks. you go to somebody's house like Deuces who has That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's we well, go. see, that's the reason why, like, I keep it. Like, I'm a huge, huge sports fan, so, like, I can't miss my football games. Like, forget <laughs> that noise. Like, I By can't the way, I just yeah. invited us, okay? Okay, feel right. free. <laughs> I might act. Actually, usually I'm home for Thanksgiving. Last year, I was on a cruise. I don't think we're cruising this year. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, That's Donnie's dad is coming to see us for Thanksgiving this year. So does that mean you need to come to my house to watch the football? We games? might have oh, to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just, just so FYI. I, <laughs> I, I think now would be a good time to talk about things that are supernatural related. Yeah. That, like maybe, are, are, like you already mentioned about your favorite ending that you would yeah. want to have about um, them going to heaven. 
And yeah. I think that would be great, uh, especially if it was something like God actually came back into play and says, well, well done. Good game played. Yeah. Oh, oh, the picture. God. He That's gives him any heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I think I actually just checked my sphincter muscle after that. Because it tightened no. really, really you hard. scared us. Yeah. For those just yeah. listening. He knocked into his painting and it was it, it, spinning. It went like left oh and right. Goodness. Yeah. My face is like freeze. And I saw the swing and I said, "Oh, save it." You scared me. Holy <laughs> crap! <laughs> it's dry. It's dry. It's, it's Thank okay. Thank okay. Hopefully, he's scanning Touch a computer by now. Dry. The, paint, yeah. the paint is still wet. I think I got it on my shirt. But oh my god! It's um, the uh. Anyways, the I think it'd be great if God came in to play and uh, was like, you, like, know, you guys are done. You guys did a great job. Good game played. And, um, you, you know, they do get their place Go be happy. Is he going to huh? be like Coach Belichick? And he's going to come in and be like, good game, guys, good game. And, like, slap him on the butt <laughs> when they go into heaven. Like, good game, guys, good game. I don't know. Or do just bless them to live the rest of their life yeah. on earth until yeah, exa- it is their time exactly. to go, like, Exactly. These guys have fought long and hard for the earth. I would be kind of upset if, like, they die and go to heaven. Even though heaven is supposed to be, you know, reliving your greatest hits, essentially. I would rather, you know, the series. Whenever the series does end, because you know it's going to end eventually. Uh-huh. With season eleven, probably. Thank you, Zombie. Anyway, yeah, season fifteen. Season thirty-two. Season eleven needs to pick it up already after first episode. Come on now. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm, I I just. The same old, same old, man. I want, I want this to be different this season. I want it to. Well, darkness. We'll see what is, you have to give well, it a chance to get going. Well, and the other thing is, we're going. in the age of prestige TV, and when you've got a, a season, you know, uh, eleven of Supernatural competing with the Game of Thrones, competing with a, you know, Breaking Bad, competing with the these prestige TV shows, yeah. it's hard. So, it's, no, yeah. I agree with that. But it's hard, uh, but I, I, I love Supernatural. So I yeah. Oh, I do too. Like I, I, I said, I don't necessarily want to see them go to heaven, but I do want something to happen to where God or or right. something, you know, is like, you know, okay, you guys are done. You've done your work. Yeah. yeah. That's go what be I happy wanna now. I want to see them get gifted a life that they've truly always wanted, where right. they could have wives and children and the boring, normal, ball and chain life, life of love. Well, you I, know, I didn't get, and live it all. I didn't get to, to really uh, capitalize on that because I, I didn't. I've always thought. I've always thought about this. Um, but you know, like how in in our Bible, our Bible, how Ezekiel was was into heaven, but was uh, without dying. Like he actually never had to die, but he got to was granted right. to go to heaven without dying. The one he meant. Right. Um, and I thought that no, it'd be great like if two like, people that didn't have to die and got to go to heaven. Okay. So anyway. right without without having to die. Um, so that would be like Sam Dean. Uh, what if they became, you know, protectors, or actually became not like kind of like how knighted, but mm-hmm. actually became like some sort of celestial being well, that was able to watch over Earth. That'd be something that's cool a, like that, you know, something point. like grand. Something that real that big. is an interesting point because they talk about uh, back when we first inter- get introduced to Chuck in the in he's writing the supernatural books. They tell us that those books will later on become known as the Winchester. Chronicles. Chronicles. Yeah. Prophecies. Right. So, so yeah, that, awesome? that could be a thing. That's that's a really interesting... Why'd that give me goosebumps? Yeah, they become knighted, become yeah. The Old Testament, the New Testament, and the Winchester yeah. Testament? Basically. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So, But obviously, God, or uh, the writer, yeah. um, definitely favors those two, so I could definitely see something happening with that. Yeah. But that, that's just my... 
Exactly. I agree. And if you think about it, then Dean and Sam <coughs> would be considered like Michael and Lucifer. Well, I mean, and that's a, that's another tie-in with you saying about them, you know, being honored and all that. Okay, they are men of la- men of letters and the legacy right. of this 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 huge thing. So yeah, I yeah. think they are slowly but surely working towards a happy ending along those lines. I, I, I'm hopeful for that because right, of, because of things that they've, yeah, because of the things that they've said, you know, like the, the supernatural <laughs> books becoming the Winchester Chronicles and, you know, the men of letters bunker and the legacy that that is. So fingers crossed. <laughs> God, dude, I'm just okay. I, I'm I'm really becoming disgruntled here. Just I, I love all that stuff, but it's like I I really want season eleven just to knock me off my feet and be like, all right. Well, you had we just said you have to I give know. it like four or five episodes. But I feel like I've seen this before. Like I don't know. I know. So what's your ending, Johnny? Johnny, what's your ending? Yeah, what's your happy ending? Uh, my happy ending is that uh, doesn't have to be happy. Uh, ca- <laughs> cast dies. Um, you dick. <laughs> Shun the non-believer. Shun him. <laughs> non-believer. Johnny, you riding back home to my house sleeping yeah. tonight? Yeah. Yeah, you're not even. You're not even on the couch tonight, man. You're you're deuced. Oh. <laughs> I'm deuced. Oh. Oh. No, the guest room's always ready for you, buddy. Yeah. Oh damn. Uh, I, I mean, think about. It. Let's let's be serious here. What's going to happen? Darkness is happening. People are going to die. Everyone's going to die. Blah, blah, blah. The whole world's going to come to a fit of pi- a pit of fire. All of a sudden, Michael comes out. Lucifer comes out. And they're duking it yeah, out. Yeah, see, that's it, the thing. Is like, they're talking about in season the first episode of season 11, they're talking about how like there's huge noise coming from the cage with Lucifer and Michael and Adam down in there. So like, like we haven't heard from them in a minute. What's but going on? What if oh, they like join forces? Because there. even Lucifer doesn't want the darkness to take over, right? So what right. if Lucifer and Michael come out and they join forces with Castiel, and they're going in and they have to all combine powers of efforts to defeat the when darkness. Powers combined. So they come out and the three of them. No, 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 Johnny, I'm with you. It's like the no, three, I'm with no, you. No, no, no. The no. three of them get together and they fight and they use the Freebird rule. <laughs> and they could, you know, be tag team champions with all three of them using the free bird rule. So, yeah. yeah. Well, Dean and Sam would do stuff. No, too, but I think but something yeah. happens with that. Um, and they, they have combined forces and destroy destroy the darkness. And then all of a sudden, a new heaven and new earth opens up. And earth is heaven now. And everyone's happy. The end. So all three of them could come out and be the new day? No one gets that reference but you and me, Deuce. Okay. It's okay. Well, I'll take it. And... <laughs> But yeah, the whole world is heaven now. Like everyone gets happiness, and the, it's uh, a new Jerusalem. A new day, yeah, because so. they all come out, that, and everything's that's, new. That's so. actually biblical. Yeah, also. yeah. Like, yeah. like this is the tribulations. This is the tribulations, tribulations now. Yeah, trials so, and the tribulations. So would all the people from the heaven come back down onto the earth in your ending? Yeah, everyone just merges. It's like a you know a merge hmm. of everything, that's and, and everyone held just rots. Okay, so yeah. what's your ending, dudes? <laughs> I don't know. I wanted something easy to digest. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if, like, Sam and Dean go to heaven or, like you said. Like, I really like that idea because there's there's two people in the Bible, and I, I, I'm I failing my, my Sunday school class, and I hope the people in my Bible study are listening to this. 
Uh, because there are two actual people in the Bible who never died. They went to heaven because they were just scored it up, up straight to heaven. So right. it's like, well, what if Sam and Dean are added to that list? They just get it. Just they get whoop, swooped right up into heaven. But then during the trials and the tribulations, because that's when those two people are supposed to come back. Those are the two prophets in the Re- book of Revelation that come back and they kind of spread the good word mm-hmm. because they never died before. Same thing with Sam and Dean. Maybe they get scooped up and they come back in the Revelation. So it's like, hey, you know, WB says, look, season 12, that's your last season. You know, end of season 11, they get scooped up into heaven, and then season 12 is them during the, you know, re- the actual Revelation, you know, coming back. Yeah. That would be an awesome thing, and I think that would be a really cool season. Like, okay, they got scooted up into heaven. You fast forward, you know, 20, 30 years, whatever. They're coming back and they're like trying to save everybody because this is the last. This is the right. last push until you know oblivion, and, basically. And that would, would get, be awesome. Yeah, they would get a grace as well because like, um, remember how like back in, in you know our Bible? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that they were able like the prophets like that were able to heal just like Jesus was. So mm-hmm. imagine if they had like healing power. You know, you know. Yeah. Uh, and that's why power. I'm saying like you say okay, season twelve is the last season. It's like look, WB says look, this is the last season. Go for flipping broke. We'll get, yeah, go go balls out. You know, out yeah, balls go balls yeah, out. And they sure. say they do that. That I think would be cool and be like the last season's revelation with the two of them trying to save as many people as they can. That'd be really cool. My only other thing would be like everybody said. I want when this is all said and done at the end of the day, I want a happy ending for the two of them because, mm-hmm. like I, I said before, I watch from day one episode one i've grown along with these guys i've gone through some hard times in my life and these were the guys that actually i looked up to when i was going through them because Mm -hmm. like i could relate to what they were going through Mm -hmm. um with all their stuff and it was like you know what like i i just want a happy ending but then again i'm the sappy guy like every movie i want a happy ending like i don't care what it is i I want my movie to have a happy ending these two deserve a happy ending no i like when the villains win i like some villains to win sorry there are sometimes I want the villain to win. Well, well, Empire Strikes Back is a great movie, and the villains won. But then Return of the Jedi, we made it back, you know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, I've spent a lot of time with these guys, and I want a really good, solid ending. And that's, that's the only thing I really feel bad about Supernatural for, and I feel bad for the the creators, and I feel bad for the writers, because every single show, no matter what it is, let's be it a Friends, let it be a Seinfeld, let it be a Sopranos, let it be a Mad Men, uh, Breaking Bad, whatever, you have got to stick the landing. If mm-hmm. you don't stick the landing on that final episode, they, your your show will be trash for eternity. Look at Seinfeld. They did not stick the landing. Everybody still makes fun of Seinfeld lost. because how bad the, the oh god, lost. lost. Oh my god! Yeah. Don't even get me started yeah. on Lost. Holy don't don't. Crap. I never even finished it, so I don't even know. You don't need to. You don't need to. No. You don't first need two, to. First two seasons show. are perfect television. It's probably the best television in over yeah, a decade. Yeah, we saw the first two. First two seasons then, is all you, you need. You're fine. You're fine you're after good. that. You're good. You're good. You're good. Because, uh, like it, I said, so I if you don't stick the landing. With cer- well, with a lot of shows, not just Sopranos. certain shows. Yeah, Sopranos. If you don't stick the landing, you've kind of screwed the whole run, in my opinion. Like, if you can't make the finale perfect, you've screwed everything up until then. So, mm-hmm. they've got to make it perfect. And the bad thing with this fandom is, it's so big, it's so large, it's so damn loud. I don't think... I think they're... they're 
they're up against the corner. You know what I mean? I they're behind what, the eight ball. I don't no, think there's any way they're going to win. No matter how they end it, though, good, bad, or in between, I am not going to be okay when they end this show, man. No. And I'm yeah. going to say this. I don't think they're going to end it, sorry, Johnny, anytime soon. Because I think now, as weird as it sounds, it's almost like it's picking up even more. Yeah, because now they're even more social media savvy. Like, I think it's exactly. been the last four seasons they figured out how big they can get with Twitter, how big oh, they dude. can get with Facebook, yeah. how big and loud. And see, that's the thing. Networks now. Because I follow all the actors. I follow the official fan book, the, yeah. the official fan pages. Let's, yeah. Um, and that's a problem because right now, because you've got so many cable cutters, you got so many people that watch after the fact. The needle, I think a lot of people, especially like CW watching, are the Twitter and the Facebook. Like, that's the, mm-hmm. the meter they're watching. That's that's the needle they want to see move is how many Twitter followers do they got? How many Facebook followers do they got? Oh, yeah. I mean, prime they example. They have their roots dug deep now. So. Exactly. Prime example. Look sorry, Johnny. Like I see we, Johnny looks really depressed. Yeah. I'm sorry, Johnny. Yeah. It's going to be a couple more seasons whether they're good or bad or ugly. I, I It's not that. I, 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 enjoy, I think the first – Five seasons are some of the best I've seen on television. That is probably the best five seasons arc I've seen in television. It's so complete. Time. Yeah, it's six and seven were like yeah. eh, eight was eight should be part of one through five. Like it should be. It should That's have been why one, they call it season great. Right. It should have been yeah. one through five, and then that eighth season as six, and then the end of the show, and it would be like some of the best television ever in the history of television. You shut your whore mouth. So many episodes you're cutting out right there. I know. You shut your whore mouth. All the hate mail, (laughs) send your hate mail to hhpodcastshow (laughs) at gmail.com. Hashtag we hate Johnny. We hate Johnny. Uh Uh, There's great show episodes, you know, cherry pick throughout all the seasons, but like, I feel like eight was great. Nine was good. 10 was like, uh, Ten was hard to watch harsh. because so much bad stuff. And I, was I and, and I could be eating my words. I could bad. be like, you guys are you guys are right. Eleven is the best season ever. It could be. I don't know. I need to give it more time. So exactly. Uh, but well, I do I feel like it's overstaying. It's welcome a little bit. I'm starting to feel feel like with Smallville when Smallville got past season seven, I was like, okay, I'm done. Checking out. Oh, it became uh, a drama fest. I don't, I don't even it was remember like, what season I'm I I'm sleeping with watching. this girl, this girl sleeping with you, and I don't even know anymore. It was bad. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, as long they, as they keep... Did the end or something? I don't know. I don't know. Did he finally get to fly his wings? I don't know. I, I'm uh, sorry. I don't mean to bash on Smallville. Okay. No, no. no, I right. like Smallville. I just, there came a point. You shouldn't be bashing Smallville. No, yeah. no bashing. But, no, no, it's okay. But I think what we should do is at the end of this season, do all of us again a wrap-up of this season and how we feel about this season as a whole. We should do a season's over a with. season and 11 recap. Watched it, yeah. During the summertime, I think that'd be a great yeah. summertime yeah. episode. So let's do that. Put that on the Team calendar. Supernatural, right. Yeah. Unite. Yeah. I'll dress up like Dean. There you go. Whatever is his newest costume at the end of the season. I'll, be I'll get a wig. Be like I got Sam. a big feeling it's probably going to have some flannel and uh, jeans involved. <laughs> I, I, I tried to find some flannel. I it. I it's did. you. I got, I got a cross that's, thing going That's actually very Dean flannel right there. There you go. By the I way. like that. I, like I tried. That's my shirt, I did try. I like that. So, awesome. And, you know, I wanted to ask you guys, what about your actual real life supernatural experiences is that something we could actually talk about here oh, cuz that'd be like, like ghosts I, and I've stuff? never had really any but I'm oh. very like uh, yeah I don't mess around with that stuff like I don't mess around with it at all <laughs> I'm not going to lie I've got like big bags of salt in the house I've got <laughs> I've got a couple of those. Uh, uh, what are they called? They're they're uh, not metal because it's a very special metal that 
makes the uh, ghost dissipate. It's uh, iron. 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 Yeah. Iron. Yeah, I've got one fire poker hidden in my house that I don't show people <laughs> that's actually made of a pure iron just in case some shit like that pops off. <laughs> so I definitely have the ghost uh, getaway kit. But yeah, like I don't play with that shit. Like I've been for, in church for a very long time. I know demons are real. Like I don't fuck with that shit. Like, you know. Right. I've, I've had some encounters. According to your other podcast, you're prepared then for the zombie apocalypse and for any supernatural. Yeah, I don't, I don't fuck around, man. Yeah, like I ain't playing with that shit. Like people are like, ah, this shit's funny. And then I had a, an ex and she was like, hey, uh, these lights have been going on and off. Some shit's been moving the house. I was like, look, and I gave her a bag of uh, <laughs> like I'm talking like Get a three pan bag of salt, and I gave her like an iron thing, and I said, look, put this around your bed. If you see anything, hit it with this. Long story short, I think we had two more dates. And I think it was only because the sex was really, really good on her part oh that she God. stuck around. Because she was like, this motherfucker is crazy. crazy. He gave me salt and he gave me like an iron like poker for the fire. So, uh, Johnny, what about you? You have any? Uh, I've had several, like more accounts? more than I can even count. Like yeah, I, so many experiences, good and bad. Uh, a quick one that I do makes me sound like I'm a hysterical crazy guy, so I won't even talk about it. But a couple of wild and hysterical yeah, yeah, crazy just, just, guys. Uh, okay, just strange things happening with my car and stuff like that doesn't normally happen with real cars. That's like because your car was possessed by the devil. It probably was, but like the I, devil of cheap prices. Long story short, I had this. When I used to work at Downtown Disney. I had to make the drive from Downtown Disney. It was like a thirty-minute drive. To yeah, get, the devil lives down there. I'm pretty he, sure he sure does. Right now, with all that traffic, <laughs> yeah, he lives down there. Uh, Downtown Disney is the devil. I'm pretty asshole. sure that shit is yeah. like the middle of like the Hell's Mouth. It's like from Buffy. Like shit just pops up from there, and they didn't even know where it came That's from. That's true. It's true the devil's that. Asshole. So I've, I mean, I've had several. I mean, good and bad things happen. It's a lot of Taco Bell. I've heard because <laughs> yeah. it just flies up out of that shit. Wow. I'm all okay. ears, Johnny. Go okay. ahead. So what so, happened with your car? So, so like, I, I had this thing where my my car one day driving home, like, I guess it was the battery. I don't know. But, like, the car would, like, flicker on and off, like, as I'm driving. Like, the everything, it would, like, the car would be turning off and on. And I'm like, that's Which weird. That shouldn't even so be I went and got it checked at AutoZone. It could have been aliens, man. It could have been. <laughs> uh, so I uh, had a car checked. It's the car's fine. Battery's fine. Alternator's fine. Everything's fine. I said, all right, well. I don't know. It was weird, and it didn't happen again for like two, three weeks, and then and then I'm driving home, and like I just get this weird, strange feeling, and then my neck hair started standing up. No joke. I'm and not I, saying it was Walt Disney's ghost, <laughs> but it was Walt Disney's ghost. <laughs> uh, so I'm driving home, and I'm like, and I, and I said this. I said, I said, oh, this car better not die again. I said, it'd be funny if it died again. Immediately after I said that, my car died, and like everything turned off. I'm driving down the road. I can't even. My brakes weren't even working, and I'm just driving down the road. My power's off. My car, no lights, nothing. And then, and then obviously, you're gonna slowly stop driving. You're 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 descending. Whatever. Which car was this? Was this was the '94. No, yeah, it was the 1994 Ford Taurus that I had, uh, and it rolled to a stop finally, and I was able to put the parking brake on, and. I, this is a time where you had a cell phone like that said call, like you didn't actually have a phone book in there. So I'm sitting here trying to get signal, and like it's all dark, and I'm get, I mean I got this consistent, constantly creepy feeling on me, like someone's watching me, really weird. And I got goosebumps even talking about it, like it's just really freaky. And 
and later on they find out like I guess one of the battery connections was loose or whatever, and I, we ended up giving the car away. But like it was just so weird, like this stuff happening, like coincidences happen, but like. I don't know. It was, that was a really mo- weird it's moment. Walt Disney's ghost. He's like, <laughs> you didn't think this was the but, happiest but place I'm on earth? See this? What happens to your car, motherfuckers? <laughs> 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 uh, but to flip it to a good thing, when I was a kid, I was like seven, eight years old, and I remember playing, I don't know, playing ball, like someone kicked the ball, and I was going to go run and grab it. was like a soccer ball. And I went to go run and grab the ball, and so something pulled me back from the road, and if they didn't have pulled me back, a car would have hit me. And I turn around, and there's no one behind me. I'm serious. Oh, like, awesome. you're a guardian angel. So, like, there's good and bad things that have happened to me. I've walked into a room where I can't breathe because there's su- yeah. something into that room that's so, like, uh-huh. dark. Like, like the yeah. energy is on me. I can hardly breathe. Like, it's like a dark pressing. Yeah. Like, and it, I'd have to walk out the room. I've had that one. There, there is facts to that, too. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of things that have happened to me, and, like, I don't know, I could go on, and but obviously, we can do that in the next episode, we could, next uh, Supernatural we do, when we yeah. do End of Eleven, we can talk more about it. Sure. But, but, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of strange things that have happened to me, good and bad. So. I remember. What about you, Brandon? Um, I've had some things happen. Um, I remember um, after my parents first split up, and we were, uh, my mom and my brother and I were living in this uh, house the back bedroom uh my mom refused to sleep in the bedroom it was the master bedroom but she would not sleep in there because it was every time you walk into that room you just felt it felt heavy you know it was just something i don't know what happened in that room but something bad happened in that room uh before we lived there and it was you know definitely bad vibes going in there you know like johnny was talking about where you can't breathe feel really heavy almost feel like you're walking through a wall you know trying (laughs) to walk into that room um, in that same house, uh, I swear, it sounds crazy, I swear to God, I watched it happen, sitting there, uh, in the living room, watching TV, you can see the kitchen from the living room, I look out of the corner of my eye, and I swear to God, there is a cracker floating in midair, out of our cupboard, and then just slowly hovering down to the floor, for no reason. Slime rolls oh. in there, you want a cracker. <laughs> Dark shadows in the corners of that house all the time. Black shadows in the corner uh-huh. in a in a brightly lit room, but a black shadow in the corner. Yeah, yeah that was a creepy house. We we didn't live there that long. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do research on that house? Uh, no, this was in 1997, so okay. it was not easy to acquire information like that. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Uh, and then in another house that we lived in, um, lots of doors opening and closing, uh, of their, under their own power and they shouldn't be able to open and close. And then, uh, we had somebody, uh, several times, a ghost (laughs) do our laundry for us. Like no joke. Like the laundry would be washed in the washing machine and then, uh, we'd come back down like the next day and it's dried and folded sitting on the door of the dryer there's absolutely nothing wrong with that ghost we send one of those over here (laughs) i need one to do the cooking and like none of us did it like uh to this this day no nobody living in that house will own up to 
own up to having done that laundry. So but, okay, <laughs> wow. Let me just say this real quick, because like people are listening to this, are probably like, oh man, these guys are these just crazy. Are cray cray. <clears throat> but there's too many things that go on and uh, recorded history too, mind you, not just hearsay. Recorded events have happened. Crazy things have happened. Crazy things caught on ca- on tape and and whatever. But like, there's just too many crazy things that go on. Like regardless of. Whatever people believe, whatever. I mean, it's their own prerogative. But like, there's just too many things that go on that I've seen in, in my almost. I, oh, go go on. Well, I was just say there's there's too many people that that there's too many things I've gone on in like you know my lifetime that I, I that I can't explain or I have an explanation for it that no mm-hmm. one believes. You know, like, and I'm not crazy. I'm sure we all have mental issues at times, right? But it's <laughs> you know. Right. Well, like. I don't believe in in vampires. I don't believe in werewolves. I don't believe in 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 that kind of stuff. But I do believe that there are both good and evil forces on the earth that you know try to influence us. I I do believe in that. You know, so take that for my mom used to always say that there are ghosts among us that like to be pranksters. Mm hmm. Because when I was growing up, there would be um, certain things would be on the table, and I remember seeing them literally get flung off, like smacked. Like my mom would put the bread down, and she'd say, "Well, get me the knife so I can make you the sandwich." And as I'm grabbing the knife, you hear the bread get moved, and when we both look, it's just flying off the table. And she'd say, "Listen, you're not gonna make jokes around here," and she'd yell at the ghost and. And then mm-hmm. stuff would stop, so I would say, well, my mom has the power of telling ghosts to shove off, because <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> but yeah, Johnny, there's a lot of things that happen to different people that it's hard for them to sometimes share their experiences without others uh, judging. judging them mm-hmm. before they're done mm-hmm. with what they're saying. Um, and still to this day, I think a lot of those things are considered taboo, and yeah. just to touch that on Supernatural... Uh, it's interesting because most people that like Supernatural are because they've experienced at one point or another things that they can't really explain. Right. They've experienced it, but somebody else might not understand them or think, you know, or prejudge them, you know? So right. if you meet other Supernatural fans, you're usually like, we're all on the same wavelength here. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing. No. That's, that's one thing that Supernatural... I don't think does a good enough job is uplifting the positive things in the world. It's very dark, very negative. Like God yeah. is practically powerless throughout this whole sh- well, show. God is absent. Yeah. He, but I'm just saying like he, yeah, he obviously was there, but like they don't really talk about a lot of great positive things that happen. You know, like it almost seems like it's two to one, like evil mm-hmm. and demonic things overshadow everything. And that there's only a little bit of light in the world. And that's only the representations of the angels mm-hmm. that are happening. But like you don't see a lot of you don't see a lot of miracles happening. You don't see a lot of things. It's always just evil, just evil after evil, and that can get kind of, you know, hard to watch. You know, with yeah. supernatural. Well, um, that's that was I think that was my biggest criticism of season ten, is like there was just so much bad that they like that they had to, to go bad. through. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I'd like to see an episode where, all of a sudden, Sam and Dean, they they go to stop something and 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 uh, either god or or like you know an angel stops uh, you know they don't have to do work for a day like that'd mm-hmm. be an interesting episode to watch yeah. you know what i mean where they're not really alone they don't feel like they're alone because up until this point on Cass is their only friend really and they 
every dick they've ever every dick every uh, <laughs> angel. every angel they've met is a dick that doesn't care about people and God isn't there so why would angels need to do God's bidding if God mm-hmm. isn't there you know like I just want good things to happen you know in in the show you know well because good things lead other people to do good examples and all yeah. we're seeing is this constant negative this constant killing and, and bashing and negativity and that's what as a fan you see and you feel like well what should I do you know, yeah. and well, that's think, where we have to make good choices. I think that's why we feel so compassionate about the characters as well. I mean, you feel terrible about the things that they have to deal with on a daily basis. I mean, and Dean even stated on one thing, like, you know, he's, oh, it's a snow day today. That gives you a hint that it's not like weeks in between events. It's like day after day after day that they're dealing with this, you know. Yeah. I couldn't imagine having to be able to deal with that every day. Mm-mm. Yeah. So anyways, I can understand. No wonder he's an alcoholic. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I don't know what my excuse is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, been three three hours and thirty eight minutes. We've talked for a long time. I think we're good. I think we're. I think we. Uh, we can always come back we to this. this. Yeah. Yeah. We can come we back to this. Cesspool of supernatural. Never. Yeah. Never. Yeah. The, I mean, and we glazed over a lot of episodes too. Think about yeah. it. Like we didn't even. I'm sorry, Johnny, but we still have another hour to go of fan fiction. So. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> we'll have to get Dude, that out of the next one. Don't get me started, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, uh, yeah, cool. Well, I guess we're going to wrap her up, as yeah. they say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michael, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Michael and Elaine, uh, one last time, uh, how people can uh, find you guys on the internet, your stuff. You can reach, uh, I have a website, michaelcarryart.com. Um, I'm sure you can put that in the the notes for the podcast as well if you yep. um, need to. But it's a C A R E Y, not the two R's. Um, and uh, I also on Facebook under the same Michael Carey Art, um, and uh, that's Facebook slash forward slash Michael Carey dot art. And that you can get me there as well. Um, I'm also Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I'm everywhere. You're gonna see my art all over the place. I'll be at Ignition Inc as well. Yes. And that's yes. Uh, January 30th. Um, so if you want to see me there, that'll be here for the Orlando peeps. Um, and uh, Elaine is at uh, Jim R. Russ Fashion. Yeah. Um, Facebook. On Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Jim I. Russ Fashion. G E M I R U S Fashion. Awesome. And uh, that's for uh, we do a lot of cosplay, and you'll see our photos being put up on there. Uh, also, props. We like to do accurate props and things that will actually be durable and last. Um, so we do things of that nature as well. So, and I'll be there at Ignitioning too, probably in costume. Awesome. <laughs> We're gonna be there too. Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce. We're the official podcast of Addiction Inc. Mm-hmm. So we'll be there hanging out with our good friends Josh Bauer and of course AGI AT. A good idea at the time. Productions will be there, so it's gonna be a fun, fun day for everybody. Yay! Yay! So, awesome. thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you for having thank us. You. Yeah, thank you. Of course, dudes, how do they find us on the internet? How do they find us on the internet is you can find us on the Twitter machine at HH Podcast Show. Also, you can send us all your email to hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. We're doing a mailbag episode uh, soon, so put that in the hu- subject line. Uh, mailbag, if you've got any supernatural questions, concerns, whatever, throw that in there. We're going to be doing another supernatural episode with our good friends here at the end of the season, so we'd love to hear from you guys for that. Uh, and also, as always, there's three different things you can put in the Twitter machine. Not one, but two, but three. 
It's hashtag Happy, happy Hour Podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and hashtag, hashtag Deuces on the Loose. Later. Later.